Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I did a podcast. Well, I've been listening to this book. It's a good book. Um, i just been doing, like, the Tuesday funnies and kind of, like, haven't been super intentional with a lot recently. And I feel like this happens to me all the time. Typically, is with alcohol. I start to drink and start to go down the fun, the fun um, tunnel. Once I start to drink, I just really enjoy, like, going out and dancing and... Um, bowling and I love that stuff it's really fun to me but sometimes I get so sucked into it that I lose like the bigger picture start to get out of shape I start to eat bad I start to like be lazy with my goals and anyway I'm reading this book it's called the power of one more I'm a couple chapters in but uh, it seems like it's gonna be really good if you guys want to listen along I'll be talking about that the next few episodes um, on top of also doing the Tuesday funnies And then, yeah, just I appreciate you guys listening, and hopefully you guys have a good week. And uh, subscribe, like, share. Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. Hey, so I'm listening to this new book I'd highly recommend. I haven't gotten very far in it, but I can already tell it's got a lot of good information. It's called, let's see here, The Power of One More. Um, It starts out talking about like your... So, like, how you have a house with a thermostat, and if the temperature's off, you can go change it, and then you just want to make sure it stays at, like, 70 degrees. And this guy's talking about how your body is essentially the same way. Like, you have a thermostat, and your identity is created from a young age, and so you're basically programmed just like a system. Like, anywhere in the world, if you are raised with beliefs... And the way things are, traditions, like you're raised to be that way. And so you're programmed to be whoever you're programmed to be. And so you, your identity is created like basically for you. And then a lot of people never take the time to really truly figure out like their true identity. So I actually wrote this paper called Identity Crisis because this happened to me about 10 years ago. Um, I decided I didn't believe in my religion, which was like super traumatizing. It was, and I know people, a lot of people don't get it, but I really fully believed. Like I found comfort in my beliefs, like the Mormon beliefs about Christ and the afterlife and just kind of like decided to buy into what I was being taught and ignore the things that were maybe red flags, things that maybe I knew deep down were out there. But that's besides the point. I basically hit this point. I wrote this paper called Identity Crisis, and it was to put all my thoughts in this paper. I put it up. I have a really terrible website that I made like a year and a half ago. I think it's attached to my podcast. If you just go click into the details, you'll see 
the website, and if you click on it, there's, that paper is there called Identity Crisis. So you can go read it if you want to. But I kind of went through this like without books, without anything, just kind of like thinking, like there's got to be more. Like, why do I have to live a life that I don't want to live? Why can't I, like, do more with my life? And you start to reset the temperature for your life, basically. And you're trying to stay. Um, so he's talking about, like, if you want to have, like, a 100-degree life, but you set your thermostat to 75, then even if you, like, go accomplish something big, uh, a lot of people tend to fall back to 75. So you, like get little glimpses of a hundred, which I've noticed this happens to me. And a lot of it is self-sabotage. So you don't have the self-worth or the self-confidence to actually believe that you deserve the life that you're trying to step into. So that's, I, and like, it really resonated with me because I did this hundred mile race. I did this 50 mile, like, um, over the mountains. And I... Like, you just kind of did those things as, like, let's just see if I can accomplish it. And to feed, it was honestly to feed my ego. Feed my ego to prove to people, like, look how tough I am. And I swear, like, I feel like the driving force for me to do as well as I did was other people. And that's, like, the biggest thing that I'm always trying to overcome. But I'm always, like, trying to make myself feel better through accomplishments that other people can recognize. And so recently I started a biz like a solar company. I'm 1099, but I just started an office for my brother. And started it right when COVID hit. There was different leadership within the within Pure Energy. And I really got along with this like the head of sales felt like I was making the right decision switching over. COVID hit leadership changed and then there was a real big focus on the state that pure energy was in because they were struggling because of covid and so colorado kind of got kind of got like brushed aside a little bit and everything fell on my shoulders and i didn't know what i was doing i felt confused i felt lost i felt like um i didn't know how to like grow a solar company all I had done was i've sat with with homeowners and I've gone over like proposals and sold solar, but I've never hired master electrician. I've never hired installers. I've never had to get an office. I've never had to deal with licenses. I've never had to deal with like permits. And so getting into that, like products and panel ordering, and it just was like a lot more than, than I thought I could handle. And over the last few years, I've put a lot of effort into growing it and making it bigger and bigger and bigger and better and better. And I realized the biggest person standing in the way of the success of this office was myself. And so I basically fired myself and then let uh, this guy, William Zapata, who's been working under me, kind of step into my role. And the dude's like super motivated. He's in his 20s and like... Just the right person, right time. And it's like, I was so used to fueling my ego and proving to everybody that, like, I could do this and I could do that. But I was really proud of myself to be able to recognize that, like, hey, look, you don't need, you're not, this isn't for you. Like, you've put this office together. 
it's running, but like you have been knocking doors for like 10, 15 years and you just don't have the fire and the passion to be able to motivate new guys. You need to step aside. And so this guy is probably going to make triple what I make this year. Like I essentially handed that to him and I have no like ill feelings for it. I felt like I kind of made myself look like an idiot in front of the company by stepping aside and almost like saying, look, this isn't uh, this isn't like a good fit for me. But it and this is before reading this book, obviously, but it was proof to myself that I genuinely do like I am searching for what is meaningful to me. I'm searching for what is um, going to fulfill the identity that I want to be. Like if I want to be at 100, my identity, it, I don't want to get caught up in like solar is not my identity. I don't, I know that. I don't want insurance, solar. I don't want it to be at all part of my identity because to me, solar is like a good, it's a good product. It's a good service. I will sell it to people but it's a way for me to make a living to go pursue an identity that's meaningful to me. And so for me to step out of my own way and allow the office to succeed was like eye-opening because I would never have done that in the past. I would have just like sucked it up and sacrificed everything that I loved and identity and everything that was important to me, just like I did for the church, to do something that was meaningful to other people. And I know a lot of people like within the industry don't understand like my mentality and how I'm leaving so much money on the table by not working harder and getting any sales. And I got asked recently, like, don't you just want to prove, don't you just want to prove to everybody that you could just like kill it? And I said, I don't. No, I do not. I don't care. I've already proved myself. I came from another solar company where I was putting up numbers and I genuinely moved over so I could have more time with my children and run this business um, in a way where I can have time to to pursue what I love to put people in management positions like if you've ever been to a chick-fil-a those things run so smoothly do you see the owner very often maybe some of them but for the most part you get a chick-fil-a owner that is in pursuit of his second Chick-fil-A, his third Chick-fil-A, and he's trying to replace himself with people that will do a better job than him. And so that's kind of where my head's at with that, but this book I feel like is going to help me step back into my true identity of, like just, I really enjoy the running, I really enjoy the podcasting, I really enjoy the guitar, and... I really love my relationship and I think it's important to recognize that sometimes we self-sabotage because we haven't we haven't created the self-confidence in ourselves to be able to live in a temperature that works for us and we revert back to a temperature that that we created or maybe that we don't want to be in but it's because of your self-confidence it's because of your um intention and that's another thing too is like how intentional are we being i know i try to be intentional but i try to juggle a lot 
but when I really live in the moment, it's crazy like how focused and how good I can be. Like I played in this golf tournament last week with my buddy Joel and then another friend Chuck and then we played with the guy Brian and so we played in two tournaments in the last few months. We won both of them and I, this was my this was the mantra. This was the motto. Every time every time anybody's going to hit I would say, see it, believe it, do it. See it, believe it, do it. See it, believe it, do it. And it's so weird because I can do that like on the golf course because it's a four or five hour round. It's so easy for me to focus. I can focus, I can play, I can shoot the shots. And then you leave and my focus, where's my focus at after that? And then if I get up and I perform music, I did in... Last night I went up and I performed three songs at this place called The Pub. Super disappointing turnout. Um, and the people, it's kind of like a disrespectful audience. Like people would get up and walk out during the middle of your song. There's like four people listening. Nobody was like watching or paying attention. But when I get up there to perform, I can really like lock into the moment and usually perform in a way where it's like I am so focused on everything matching up living for those three songs and just it's what I love but in life sometimes we drift and sometimes we don't have a focus that's big enough to get to the end goal so um, I'm gonna listen to this book like I'm literally only a couple chapters in but he's talking about the matrix talking about like the thermostats talking about intentions it's all stuff right up my alley. I've done podcasts about every single thing he's talking about. And I think my goal right now is just to set a temperature that I know I can get to and that I can live in. And then another thing he said is, like, you're going to have to kick a lot of people out of your life that are, like, the 50 degrees. If you want to be at 100 and you're hanging out with 50s, like, that's not going to help you get to where you want to be. So you need to eliminate people that are going to bring you down, which we've all heard you are you are like the five people you hang around and sometimes we just let people like latch on and um we just we don't make intentional changes we just let people suck the energy and the life out of us because we don't we don't recognize our true self-worth and our self-value and so just be just be observant of that and that's what I'm going to try to do. I have a really hard time, like, letting people go when I need to. Um, and then, yeah, just uh, keep your heads up. Hopefully the school starting and everything gets people back into a good routine. And hopefully you can start making some of those dreams you guys want come true. I love you guys.